we wanted to find out what it was. And just to give you some insights into the MACG story, there was um, some massive debate around MACG's uh platform that he put a podcast out on it's called podcast and chill and he interviewed uh, both the actor and tv personality well the actress and tv personality ali lennox and uh, questioned her with some very very personal questions about her sexual life to which he uh, responded uh, with outrage further afield we also see neil young the musician saying hey I don't want to be on the same platform as Joe Rogan, who is a podcaster and is spreading COVID information. So we want to understand what are the possibilities of podcasts and who monitors podcasts and the kinds of conversations that take place on them. Or is that not something that we engage with at all? So on the line with us, we've got Lerato Ntwampe, who is a social media legal consultant. Lerato, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you very much for having me. So if we look at um, social media, uh, I suppose we could look at podcasts and say, okay, this is social media and this is a way of engaging with society through audio experiences. Who is monitoring that? And is there any kind of ethical uh, values that are attached to it at all? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Michelle, um, you know, with the podcast, uh, obviously, you have specific platforms that will um, obviously host these um, podcasts. Um, but we're seeing that uh, more and more people are now starting podcasts and they're speaking about the most outrageous things. Sometimes it's factually correct. Sometimes it's misleading. Um, sometimes, you know, it is, um, you know, just not um, great content that, you know, as a normal person, if you're watching um, television or if you're listening to the radio, you would have uh, a specific place to go to. So most of the, uh, the, 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 the podcast platforms, you know, are actually struggling now to actually come, um, you know, come up with policies and some sort of terms of use or community standards, um, you know, that will regulate um, these contact, um, these podcasts. But, you know, in terms of South African law, you know, we have to go back to um, the Constitution. Um, you know, anybody can start a, a, a podcast because we all have, um, you know, the, the right to freedom of expression. And with that right, you know, uh, you have a right to, to, to express yourself. You have freedom of press and, and other media, which, which the podcast would, would actually fall under the other media. You have the freedom to receive and impart information and other ideas, freedom of artistic creativity, um, academic freedom and scientific research. However, freedom of expression is not an absolute right, and therefore, as expressly um, stated in subsection 6.2 of the Constitution, it does not extend to um, propaganda to war, incitement of imminent violence, and advocacy of hatred that is based on race, ethnicity, gender, or religion, or that constitutes incitement to cause harm. So even though they are not a podcast, there's no specific law at the moment that that uh, regulates podcasts, but we have to take in consideration um, the Constitution and how that would actually um, govern how we behave when we are recording the, these podcasts. So if we look at uh, Mac G, uh, uh, the, the podcast that, that he has put out, Podcast and Chill, mm. I mean, mm. historically it's had some serious, serious accusations against it. Mm. Um, Amanda mm. Dupont and Masichaba Kumalo have uh, mm. leveled accusations against it. 
with regards mm-hmm. to Jub Jub. And then we look at the latest story where Ari Lennox has vowed not yeah. to do interviews any further after she was asked some extremely explicit questions about mm-hmm. her sex life um, in, in an explicit, explicit tone. I mean, I'm not even going to put that out on air. Yeah. How does that yeah. then? How does that then align to what you're saying? Yeah, so with with that, because um, the podcast is on specific platforms, so you can find it on Spotify or um, you can find it on Apple, whatever, and also there's um, YouTube. So most people consume that content on YouTube. And YouTube has community standards, um, which actually, you know, guides them on on how they should actually behave so if if people have concerns about the podcast and what was was put out there then they'll definitely um they have the opportunity to report the podcast um on 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 the platform and obviously if the if the if youtube deems it um you know uh uh, that it's 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 degrading or or if uh even um ari lennox and his um and her um legal team decide that actually we don't want this content on they can ask youtube to remove it but in this specific uh, in this um uh, in the way that the that uh, particular podcast works i know that they have um you know these artists that go on they have an opportunity to have certain content be removed um from 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 the podcast or from the video so if in that instance if they don't if they choose not to to remove um certain content that now goes viral um you know then unfortunately they don't have a leg to stand on um because they had the opportunity to get that um content removed but if they do um request that it is removed but then, um, you know, they don't remove, then they would absolutely have uh, legal standing and they can take it up um, in terms of the law. But also it actually depends on what kind of content that is. So if, if it's a defamation, for example, or if it's an invasion of privacy, for example, then obviously the limitations in terms of the Constitution would so- then kick in. I'm going, to, I'm going to pause you there because we do have to go to a break. But when we come back, we're talking to Lerat and Pampe, who is a social media legal consultant. 42, you are with the JSB. Hi, I'm Michelle Constant. If you have just joined us, the conversation we're looking at is ethics in podcasting. We understand ethics in public broadcast and uh, radio platforms. But what happens when you look at podcasts in particular? We've been discussing the Mac G podcast where he spoke to the artist Ari Lennox and was extremely explicit and other events that took place on that particular podcast called Podcast and Chill. Also, first looking further afield and uh, engaging with the story of Neil Young and Joe Rogan. Now, I've just received a message from uh, uh, it's, uh, Itzak, who is uh, part of the Press Council of South Africa, saying podcasters are eligible to join the Press Council of South Africa and they then abide by the press code, given complainants recourse. Now, our guest, Lerato Ntwampe, is a social media legal consultant. I mean, Lerato, what's interesting about that comment is that podcasters may be eligible to join the Press Council of South mm-hmm. Africa and abide by the press code. But then, of course, that gives complainants recourse. And it may please uh, imply that uh, the podcasters may say, no, I don't want to join the press, mm-hmm. press Council of South Africa because actually... I like what I'm doing and I like the fact that I'm completely spewing out misinformation, disinformation and actually material that is is inappropriate. 
Absolutely. And I think that's why most of them don't join because if you if you become a member of of a part of an association such as the press um, uh, council, the press code, or even a member of of the BBC SA, then obviously you are bound by certain rules. Um, but uh, and also another thing to add is that most of these podcasters actually, you know, they don't have media training. Um, in this specific uh, uh, podcast, uh, podcast and show by Mac G, um, you know, at least he knows. Um, some sort of, 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 of broadcasting because he's been a broadcaster before and there are certain limits that he can actually, um, he knows how to ask questions. But in some instances, because, you know, he's a, podcast, uh, he's a, he's a podcaster and he can basically, you know, say and, 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 and get away with, 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 with a lot, um, you know, but, but with, his, with his podcast, you know, he, and, and, and some of the community standards that he does adhere to is having the consumer advisory. So if you, if you watch the podcast, you, you'll notice that there is a, a, a you're not under 18. So people under the 18, uh, under 18 are not uh, supposed to watch um uh, the content there is also a disclaimer, but uh, you know about the, their view, their views, and their views not actually, um, 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 you know, uh, they, there's just a disclaimer there about their views. But the views does not actually also um, uh, just give them a free uh, reign to to do whatever and say whatever. And that's where um, people are responsible as well to report it if, mm. if they seem that uh, you know it's 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 not appropriate. Um, but I think that's definitely the reason why people are not joining um, members or associations because they don't want to be bound by the rules. So, so Lorato, you talk about the platforms that we find the podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, etc. If we look at the Neil Young story, musician Neil Young saying, pull all my music off Spotify mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. you pull Joe Rogan off Spotify, whose podcast mm-hmm. is spreading misinformation and disinformation around COVID. Mm-hmm. And mm. it now appears that Spotify have chosen to go with uh, Joe mm. Rogan, possibly because of the number of listeners he has. And mm. they're starting to pull, and they have to start pulling off mm. Neil Young's music. Surely mm-hmm. there is a responsibility with Apple Music, Spotify, all of those guys who are the platforms to say this is not appropriate or this mm. uh, you know, is not where we want to go. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, with that specific story, it, it just basically gives us an overview of, of how money and advertising um, and, and how we've actually lost some sort of morale where we have this pandemic. And yes, people um, are entitled to their opinions, but if somebody has a huge following and they are, you know, they are, dismi- uh, you know, they um, saying all these things about, uh, you know, misinformation and certain um, content um, that is not appropriate. Uh, you know, you would, you would, you would actually expect these um, um, platforms to actually uh, agree, um, you know, or, or you know, toe the line in some in in some way and actually monitor what type of content is monitored. But as you've mentioned, advertising is a big driver, and also the listenership is a big driver in terms of 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 of, of this um, of, of podcasting. And the more money they make, the more like less likely they're going to be removing that content because it drives a lot of people to actually um, 
to actually watch the content. So I think we are at a, a disservice in terms of, of, of regulating that. And I think it's a space that previously um, those platforms were only hosting music. And now we're seeing more and more podcasts pop up. And unfortunately, the, the legal departments are supposed to uh, ensure that some sort of legislation comes into place and they actually their policies are updated to ensure that um, some of the content is, is monitored effectively and that the complaints that people actually, um, you know, report, they actually dealt with um, uh, uh, quickly and also they are dealt with fairly. So unfortunately, we, we need to move more into that direction of regulating. But I think there's also that argument of censorship that you don't want to be censoring people. So I think there are specific areas where we should um, absolutely look at them, uh, especially, you know, when it comes to elections, when it comes to misleading information, when it comes to misinformation as well. That is Lerato Ntwampe, who is a social media legal consultant, and she currently serves as an advisory board member of the Film and Publications Board Research Reference Group. As I mentioned, Itzak Minna also saying podcasters are eligible to join the Press Council of South Africa and abide by the press code, giving complainants recourse. It certainly raises questions about the limitations of freedom of speech or whether freedom of speech is open to all, no matter what is said. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that um, in East London saying great show and such an interesting topic about podcasts we'd like to hear more from you with regards to that is there a limitation on freedom of speech and we can look at things like podcasts or do you think that freedom of speech as its own right is completely wide open it's 10 to 8